Hey, welcome to episode 43 of the Superpowered Fancast. Uh, this is Darren. So, one again, I want to thank everyone who's listening, everyone who's watching the uh, the show on YouTube. Uh, I'm uh, very, I'm grateful to everyone that has been watching, that's been subscribing. If you like it, uh, if you like what you're seeing, uh, subscribe, tell other people about it, and leave comments. Let me know what I'm doing that you like, what I'm doing that you don't, and uh, we'll see how it goes from here. If you have any questions or comments i'd love to get them i'd love to improve and know more and i can only do that from hearing by hearing it from you so um let's just go ahead and just get in uh to the news for this week uh, for this past week and there's a lot of it there's a lot of great stuff that uh that came out uh this week and i'm trying to touch on as much of it as i can and I know I've started off a lot of episodes talking about Black Panther, but hey, you know what? It's it's there's a reason why it's been so big. Now, um, right now, like literally after this weekend, uh, Black Panther has become the top-grossing superhero film of all time in North America, and that's not a, accounting for inflation. And uh, the reason why you're seeing uh, other images of uh, uh, of another movie is because both of these. Uh, both these movies are celebrating some some interesting achievements. Now, um, Black Panther has has taken in uh, an additional seventeen million dollars this weekend. But this weekend, the number one film was Pacific Rim Uprising. Now, it came in with twenty eight million dollars in its opening weekend in over three thousand locations. Um, you know, it's gotten some some mixed reviews, um, and it didn't open as as big as the original Pacific Rim, directed by Guillermo del Toro, um, this is a, a a modest opening for uh, for Universal, and that dropped Black Panther to number two um, the weekend, uh, bringing in seventeen million. So both films, uh, both films doing well. Black Panther continuing to do to do great. Um, right now, it's passing it's passing everybody, and it's still making money. So good for them but the other like but the really big the, the biggest marvel uh marvel movie news ha- has got to be the uh infinity war the new infinity war trailer and it was amazing from start to from start to finish it's added so many new elements that uh we were that we were waiting to see like so many story elements and visuals like it was just uh it was great i loved everything that they showed especially uh well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think probably the most iconic thing that that was in the trailer was uh, the Captain America versus Thanos uh, part. It was just, which was just awesome to see. Like you just, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. If he literally says, "I can do this all day," while he's holding Thanos's arm, he's getting his, he's getting his ass kicked. I'm going to be a, a very happy guy. But it, it was amazing just seeing all the interactions of characters that you hadn't seen interact before, especially uh, Star Lord and um, and uh, Iron Man. Uh, just signifies how great this film looks and how grateful I'm hoping that it is. I just I, I even love the little things like the uh, Spider Man and Doctor Strange <laughs> interaction. It's uh, it's just funny. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about is uh, so at the Empire Awards, um, this uh, this that just came that just passed, 
um, Steven Spielberg made an announcement and he told those in attendance as he is getting ready to begin filming the fifth Indiana Jones film. And he also uh, released the shooting location. Now, what he said was, and, I, and, and I'm quoting here, it's always worth the trip when I get to work with this deep bench of talent coming out of the UK, the actors and the crew, the chippies, the sparks, the drivers, everybody who has helped me make movies here. And we continue helping me make movies here when I come back in April 2019 to make the fifth Indiana Jones movie right here, he said. Now, we all know Harrison Ford is coming back to reprise his role as a globetrotting adventurer and archaeologist. And the film is going to be produced by Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall. Now, the screenplay is written by uh, David Kep, who's written the screenplays for Jurassic Park, Carlito's Way, Stir of, Echo, Stir of Echoes, and the first Spider-Man. Now, Spielberg's going to begin filming in the UK in April 2019. And the film is expected to be released uh, July 20th, uh, 2020. So we got some other interesting news uh, coming from the world of Men in Black. So uh, it looks like the Men in Black uh, reboot is going to be a Thor Ragnarok reunion with uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson uh, taking the lead roles uh, in the film. Uh, Now, Will Smith and Tom Lee Jones are not expected to return, and it's being reported the film's not a complete reboot. But it is going to be directed by F. Gary Gray, who directed uh, The Fate of the Furious. It's going to be from a screenplay by uh, Art Markham and Matt Holloway, who wrote the original Iron Man movie and Punisher War Journal. Now, uh, Walter F. Parks and Laura McDonald are going to produce, with Steven Spielberg as executive producer. And from what I understand is that there is that uh, Hemsworth and Thompson are going to be taking uh, new roles and not going to be taking over the roles of Agent J and Agent K. And this film is expected to expand on the original premise uh, and the world of Men in Black and be more of an ensemble film, from what I understand. So an interesting premise, to be sure. The next thing I want to talk about is, you know, just for the just for the big kid in me is there's some new uh, Marvel superhero attractions uh, coming to Disney. Now, Walt Disney Company announced uh, Tuesday that uh, California Adventure and um, in the 63 year old Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. uh, Well, they already have like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Spider-Man and other characters from the MCU and new attractions. And a new live show in 2020. Now, they said that the new attractions are in developed, going to be in partnership with Marvel Studios. Now, the California Adventure attraction is going to become a, uh, what they're calling a completely immersive superhero universe. And it's going to be anchored by the exhibit, the, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout attraction. Uh, and so it's going to be in the space that's currently occupied by a bug's land. So I'm sorry to say, but stuff to be a bug is going to close on March 19th. And the rest of the land is going to, cl- going to close uh, in summer. Now, in Disneyland Paris, their, uh, their Marvel-themed area is going to include an attraction where uh, guests get to team up with Iron Man and other adventures on what's being called a uh, hyperkinetic adventure. And Disneyland Paris is also going to host uh, Marvel Summer of Superheroes. There's going to be a stage show 
that's going to run from uh, June 10th to September 30th. Now, in Hong Kong Disneyland, they're going to see a new uh, area that's going to include, uh, it's supposed to include an attraction where the guests are going to team up with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, that new attraction is going to join the Iron Man experience, which uh, which opened in 2017 and has and is currently one of the the more popular uh, areas of the of the resort. So that's something to look forward to. I mean, that's a lot of great. You, you knew this was going to happen. You knew there's going to be a lot of, uh, of Marvel entertainment stuff coming out of uh, coming out of Marvel Studios and going into the Disney parks and. It looks like they're going to go big with uh, with their attractions, and I can't wait to see it. So I'm I doubt I'm going to be able to be getting to uh, Hong Kong and Paris anytime soon, but I might you know trot out to uh, to California or to Orlando when those uh, when those attractions open in uh, in 2020 and 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 take a look. Now, in other uh, comic book movie news, um, according this is from Deadline. Uh, director uh, Ava DuVernay, and I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong, uh, she's being brought in to direct The New Gods for Warner Brothers. Now, if you don't know anything about it, like, I'm a huge fan of Jack Kirby. He he created The the New Gods after he left uh, Marvel for DC, and The New Gods are part of his fourth world series of characters. And um, now, The New Gods were created in the 70s. Uh, now, after Ragnarok, uh, the you know the the actual Ragnarok, well, I guess you could say the metaphysical Ragnarok, a uh, new series of deities known as the New Gods settled on two different planets. Uh, one was called New Genesis. That's run that's um, run by High Father, and Apocalypse, which is run by Darkseid. So now the the peace the New Gods are peaceful. And they kind of resemble the, the 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 gods of Greek myth, with like updated like kind of updated technological uh, flair. And then you have you know Dark Side. So now I don't know what the film is going to be about, but I'm super excited for both this film to be come out and for uh, Ava to be in charge of it. I think it's going to be amazing and. Uh, I can't wait. So I'm going to be reporting on this a lot. Now she's already uh, expressed a an affinity for one of the characters in New Gods named Big Barda. And uh, if you tune in this week to our YouTube channel, um, there's going to be a, another. There's going to be an unofficial primer where uh, we talk about on the Fancast Comic Forum. We're going to talk about. Uh, the new gods. We're going to introduce the new gods. Talk about the characters. Kind of give a primer to uh, to who the characters are, and explain their uh, their their relation to the uh, DC universe. So the last uh, bit of movie news is certainly not the least bit of movie news. Is a new trailer for Deadpool two. Just uh, I mean, here's the thing. After everything people have been saying about the test screenings and and a lot of that I can tell has been debunked. Like if you watch the new trailer for Deadpool, I have nothing but confidence in how awesome this movie is going to be. Like I, I am on board for everything about it. It's just, it looks so amazing from start to finish. I just, uh, and just funny, just so many funny lines and, 
and I love the fact that they're, that he's just going to go ahead and put X-Force out there. I like the fact that Cable is the villain in this movie. It's going to be an interesting... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see the two of them play off each other. I love all the all the X stuff, all the X-Men stuff. And I just think I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely on board for Deadpool too. So transitioning out of movie news, let's go into TV news. And the TV news actually is also about, uh, Deadpool as well. Now, recently, uh, we, I reported that, uh, FXX was going to be moving forward with an animated adult Deadpool series for their network. And unfortunately there's going to be, there's been some changes and they're not good. Now, according to multiple stories, uh, include in, in deadline and other, uh, other publications, uh, FXX, uh, will not be going forward with the Deadpool animated series, uh, specifically the version that was being spearheaded by writer, actor, Donald Glover. Now, the network released a statement Saturday regarding the news of the series, and they said, and I quote, due to creative differences, it's always creative differences for some reason, I don't know why, uh, FX, Donald Glover, Stephen Glover, and Marvel Television have agreed to part ways on Marvel's Deadpool animated series, uh, the network said. And now, FX will no longer be involved with the project. Uh, which, so FX and Marvel have an ongoing relationship through our partnership on Legion, which will continue. Now, the series actually uh, received a 10-episode straight-to-series order from the network last year and was projected to premiere this year on FXX. But there's no word on whether Marvel Television is going to pursue another network to air the Deadpool animated series or if they will continue to work with uh, Glover on the project. Personally, I think they should go ahead and stick with uh, with Donald Glover. I would love to see his vision for the character and shop it somewhere else. I mean, I doubt it's going to go on Disney's. Um, it's going to go on Disney streaming service, but you still got like Netflix. You still got Hulu. I think I think an animated Deadpool series will be able to find a home somewhere. And I think just having the uh, just having the talent of someone like Donald Glover behind it is, you know, is is definitely a feather in a cap. It's definitely something you can you can put out there to prospective networks to say, hey, you're getting this kind of quality in a Deadpool series. And I think someone will pick it up. Same thing we said, frankly, for uh, new for the um, is it not new mutants. Uh, anyway, uh, that's another story for another day. But uh, sticking with television, let's go to Luke Cage. Luke Cage season two is coming up, and they've they have found the villain. Now, Annabella Shiora is going to be playing the villain in Luke Cage season two. Um, this was reported in Entertainment Weekly that uh, Shiora is going to be taking over the role. Now, Shiora is known for her roles in films like. Uh, Jungle Fever, Reversal of Fortune, Copland. Uh, she's also starred on uh, television series including The Sopranos, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and more recently on uh, Netflix's uh, Glow. And uh, now Chio Hidori Coker, who is the showrunner for Luke Cage, he he released a, a statement talk, like praising 
uh, Shiora, who is an amazing actress. And he said, I've been a huge fan of her since Spike Lee's Jungle Fever. And Annabella Shiora is no joke as Rosalie Carbone. He said, now, speaking of Rosalie Carbone. Now, Rosalie Carbone has traditionally been a Punisher villain in the comics and is a, a mafia princess from the Carbone crime family. Now, she's had a long and personal history with Frank Castle. Now, I'm sure that that history is going to be altered for Luke Cage season two, but it would be interesting to have a uh, to have that character that has a connection to both Luke Cage and the Punisher, meaning we may see some uh, may see the Punisher on uh, Luke Cage at some point or Luke Cage on the next uh, season of the Punisher. So you never know. After all, I mean, they do tell you it's it's all connected, right? So, next thing I want to talk about is uh, Constantine. Now, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is supposed to be getting a season four. Now, they haven't necessarily, uh, you know, really confirmed that, but it's looking more and more likely that it is. And seeing that uh, Matt Ryan's iteration of John Constantine... Uh, now, he's garnered a cult status among fans of the character, and that's led him to appear multiple times on uh, episodes of Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow on the CW. And it's also gotten him his own animated series on the CWC. So now there's an announcement that the character is going to join the roster of Legends of Tomorrow as a series regular for the fourth season. Now, there's no formal announcement of the show's fourth season, but the show is expected to come back. Now, Ryan's next appearance as Constantine is going to be in the third season finale episode. So here's my thing. Now, with the with an animated series on the CW and the character joining the cast of season four of Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, now, could a live new live action Constantine series be in the works for either the CW or the DC comic streaming service coming soon? I mean, as you putting the character out there a lot. And I would love to. I would love to get a resolution uh, from his from the, his se- from his series on NBC, just kind of see where that ended and where it goes from there. Now you can check out the first episodes of Constantine: City of Demons, uh, currently airing on the uh, on CWC. So um, that's it for for this week for the Super Powered Fancast. Now. Again, you can read all of these stories and new stories, including uh, movie reviews, TV reviews, uh, comic book reviews on uh, on our website, uh, superpoweredfancast.com. Um, once again, I want to thank uh, everyone who has been uh, listening to the show and, and, and going to the website and, and watching these videos on YouTube, including the FanCast Comic Forum. We've got a lot of uh, stuff coming up, a lot of great things coming up that I want to be able, that I want to tell you about, but I'm still kind of working on. I'm working on like uh, scheduling and getting these things together, but um, we're going to be having some new interviews uh, coming up with some people, uh, with some great people, you see people I admire. And uh, just to let you know that it's, it's going to be like comic books and movies and video games and all that stuff. So it's 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 going to be a good time. So for um, a super powered fan cast, uh, this is Darren uh, signing off, uh, saying I will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>
This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble!